Hey, this is Kim Davis, and welcome to another DMN one-on-one. I'm very pleased to have with me today John Tran, who's Director of Sustainability and Responsibility at Pernod Ricard. Welcome. Hey, Kim. Nice to be here. (laughs) Now, I must admit, when I hear the words Pernod Ricard, the first thing that comes to my mind is a delightful beverage which turns a kind of cool, milky green colour when you (laughs) trickle water into it. But I know that the brand is much bigger than that single product. Now it's a global brand and a portfolio of many brands. Can you give us a bit of context on that? Yeah, yeah. It definitely started as kind of that anise-flavored liqueur, but I think it's kind of grown into a portfolio of over 180 different brands, including you know uh, Absolute and Jameson and the Glenlivet and just such a wide variety of uh, spirits. That's huge and very big presence in the U.S. even though historical origins in France. Absolutely, you know, just uh, a, a huge presence. So much so that uh, the U.S. is actually the largest market for Pernod Ricard at this point. Okay, um, so we're going to talk about uh, some of the serious social impact. Uh, initiatives that the business, business is involved in and one accolade I, I've seen is that you're one of only 33 companies recognized by the United Nations as a global compact lead company. Can you tell us what that means and how important that is? Sure, um, Yeah, it, you are correct. We are uh, one of 33 companies and we're actually the only wine and spirits company mm-hmm. uh, in, in that uh, kind of illustrious field. Um, what it really means is, you know, looking at our own sustainability and responsibility program and really aligning it to the global framework for sustainable development. So making sure that we kind of assess our program within Pernod Ricard and making sure that what we do aligns to the overall structure of the United Nations. So um, we're, it's just something that we're really proud of and it's giving us some guidance on you know, what we want to achieve over the next few years, reaching that kind of 2030 uh, roadmap. Okay, and um, I want to talk about some specific partnerships you have, but give us uh, an overall sense of where Pernod Ricard is going with this with this program. What, what's your overarching aim? Yeah, I, I think the largest thing I think is really about this whole idea of uh, creating good times from a good place. Mm-hmm. The idea that you know we we are a very convivial company we you know we we are in the spirits and wine industry and i think that brings a lot of uh, conviviality to it but also kind of paying an homage to our history and saying that you know what is it that really brings people together and we want this idea of sustainability and responsibility to kind of be the the platform for that and so you know what we are really focusing on are four key areas so mm-hmm really, really thinking about terroir and kind of the history of where our products come from, but also valuing the people who actually make it to the people who consume it. So, you know, working as this idea of a a shared community and then uh, really doubling down on circularity. You know, we live in a world of finite resources, so just making sure uh, from an environmental sustainable uh, standpoint that we're really looking at how we repurpose and reuse things. And of course, I would be remiss if we didn't think about the fourth pillar, which is about responsible drinking. You know, mm-hmm. we are consummate hosts and respectful guests, so we want to make sure that what we do is done in a really responsible way and really looking at, um, you know, how we consume as a, a key pillar in our, our overall strategy. Okay, and this is something we see this as a trend now. Hopefully, it's not just a trend. It seems to be a very positive direction that many major brands are now, if you like wearing their values on their sleeve. They're making it clear what they believe in. 
Yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah, it, it's interesting because I think when you think about you know U.S. brands, Pernod Ricard may not be kind of top of mind, but uh, with our consumer brands, which people see every single day, um, that is kind of the amplification that we we see on how we can really drive forward this sustainability program, and it's really about being more purposeful and really about thinking about how how these brands really drive social impact. And so, you know, we're on this journey right now of, you know, we're not going to be perfect, you know, but we're really looking at um, the insights to our history and saying, you know, what's important to us? How do our values uh, align with the personal values of the people who, who drink our products every single day? Okay. Now, I have a list of some of the partnerships you're involved in, and some are very, very local to us here in New York. There's Rethink Food NYC, there's Grow NYC. Yeah. Global Inheritance, Glad, Keep America Beautiful. Any of those you want to jump in and tell us a little bit more about them? All amazing organizations, love them all. I think uh, one of my favorites right now currently uh, we're, we're working really closely on is actually Rethink Food NYC. Mm -hmm. uh, great guy, Matt, he uh, is the CEO. And yeah, it, Matt had this great illustrious career as a chef and really saw um, the opportunity. So, you know, one third of all food in, in America is wasted. And he just saw that. And when you're at, uh, you know, working in a restaurant, you kind of see that at a magnified level. Yeah. And so Matt created this whole concept uh, with Rethink where they actually pick up uh, excess food mm -hmm. uh, and they repurpose it into new meals. And that's exactly what we believe in. That's the kind of organizations that we want to work with. The ones who really kind of think about circularity in that way. And so we have this great partnership. We're working them really closely with uh, a lot of bars and restaurants that may, you know, we may partner with. So it's right. been a, a, a fun ride with them so far. Okay, because they, they know you because they're selling your brands, and this is another way to, to work with them. Yeah, yeah. It's just this idea of value and values, you know, like we're delivering value to our customers and to our bars and restaurants, but at the same time, we're living our values. Like, you know, we're hate to be a cliche, <laughs> living our best lives here, and uh, yeah. it's, you know, a good thing. Okay, and another uh, amazing event um, uh, you hosted, it was actually last month in New York, uh, Responsible All Day. Yeah, Responsible Not, All, All Day. 19,000 employees are involved in this. Yeah, <laughs> what was that about? Tongue twister right there. Yeah. Um, but uh, that actually, it's, it's going into our ninth year, mm -hmm. so... We, um, it's our, our global single day where the entire office actually closes down and it's really an investment back into our community. So uh, thinking about how fortunate we are and uh, you know, how much we want to work with our community, uh, we find opportunities to really kind of give back. And this year's theme is actually tied to one of our four strategic pillars, which is about circularity. Yeah. So what we wanted to do was look into our community and say, you know, what can we do to reimagine the community in a way that really kind of recycle, reuses, and repurposes things for, for the better? Yeah. So uh, it was great partnership with our, uh, our largest brand, Absolute. You know, mm -hmm. Absolute has a new platform called Planet Earth's Favorite Vodka. Okay. <laughs> and we want to double down and say, you know, let's, let's be that, um, you know, Planet Earth's favorite person. Got it, got it. Um, now, skipping to another brand, Kahlua. Regular readers will know this, and in mm -hmm. case you don't, I will include a link. You can check it out. We just uh, did a story talking to Kahlua about the unserious fun side of what they're doing, and a great campaign they're running right now called 
zero likes given about <laughs> terrible Instagram photos. And that was all funny. But we were talking earlier today, and you told me there are some serious uh, things Kahlua's doing as well in the sustainability responsibility area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, uh, we actually have a new initiative, you know, really looking at the brand and kind of the identity of the brand. What, what is it? Um, and so, uh, you know, a key component to Kahlua is actually that coffee-flavored liqueur. Mm-hmm. And so um, working with our coffee growers and ensuring by 2022 that will source 100% sustainable coffee. So including kind of, you know, the environmental impacts, but also kind of the, the social welfare behind uh, a lot of what Kahlua does. Uh, so we're really excited about it. I know it's a big undertaking, but it's, you know, definitely one of those challenges and opportunities that we really want to focus on for the brand. Yeah, that, that's kind of an eye opener because I think most of us are familiar with some of the um, uh, more socially conscious coffee companies making sure the products are sustainable and they look after the growers. And well, of course, that applies to a coffee liqueur as well. Yeah, I, I mean, it goes from you know um, from farm to 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 bottle, and we want to make sure that every single part of what we do is sustainable. So, uh, again, it's not going to be perfect the first time around, but um, you know, it's a journey that we we want to take, and it's hopefully one that we want to take with our consumers too. Okay, and. I'm very conscious of the political environment, which is the background to this. I'm obviously not asking you as a brand to express political opinions, but don't you agree it's this, this real consciousness that consumers will see what brands are saying, will see what their values are, and if they don't like their values, they'll tell the brands now. It's very easy to tell them and it's very easy to walk away. Is that in the back of your mind when you're working on this? Yeah, I, I think it's in uh, every marketer's mind. So I'm not a marketer by trade. <laughs> I'm actually you know, a, a more scientific person, but um, not to say that there's no science behind marketing too. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but I think it's something that every organization, every company needs to kind of look inside and say, you know, are we willing to stomach the uh, potential backlash of the things of being a little bit more um, focused in our viewpoints and some people may see it as political but um, we see these as company values Mm -hmm. you know the things that we really believe in and we definitely want to kind of head in that space because at the end of the day you know that is the idea of purpose it's not just about brands it's actually about the people behind the brands as well so um, we're okay with that actually so we've we've made that decision to say you know not everyone may agree with us, mm-hmm. um, but that's okay. And I, I don't know if it's a generational thing, but you were saying you've actually got a fairly young staff for a global brand. Yeah, we're, uh, we're definitely a growing organization, and I think um, our, as our staff t- tends to grow, um, I think uh, particularly in certain offices, we, we may skew at you know, certain demographics, but I think the idea of um, you know, what, what is that kind of shared idea that we have together? Well, it's this idea of being more purpose-driven. The yeah. idea that, like, we actually care about things and take positions. And, and I, I think that's where our culture is heading, actually. Okay. And just one last thing, because I think this is really interesting. Um, Director of Sustainability and Responsibility. How does someone get into that role? I think your story is very interesting how you came to it. Yeah. I, um, so not many people know, but I started my career as an engineer. Um, and at the time, the word sustainability was this kind of new buzzword of, you know, what, what is that? What does it mean? And I think most people spent their time trying to define what the word meant. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was just an environmental engineer. And I kind of moved across the supply chain. I used to be a buyer, too. <laughs> right. um, and then moving into communications and more of the consumer side of things. Um, yeah, I think it's this kind of full-fledged 
role now. You know, it is a career that a lot of people, um, you know, can take on, and I think a lot of universities are actually offering it as a career path. Um, I think it speaks towards how society is moving towards a more sustainable future. That's great. It's all good news. We love to talk to brands who are doing good things for society. So thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Kim. Everyone, look out for the next one-on-one.